Greetings and welcome back to another in our ongoing series of Shir Mandaf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We are now in Masachet Bavakama, Dav Gimel Amud Bet. And if you recall, in the Mishnah, the uh, first two, uh, the, the first Av that was mentioned was Hashor, but then we had Hamave. And when uh, teaching it, I mentioned that we don't know what Mave is. And uh, it's not a word that appears in the Torah. It's a word used by Chachamim to denote what? So let's see. My Mave. Rav Amar Mave ze Adam. Rav says that Mave refers to a person who does Nezek. Shmuel Amar Mave ze Hashen. He says it refers to Shane, which we already dealt with, meaning when an animal goes and for its own pleasure or appetite causes damage by devouring stuff, perhaps. Rav Amar Mave ze Adam. What's his proof? Dichtiv Amar Shomer Atavoker Vegam Laila Imtivayun Bayu. So in this Pasuk in Yeshayahu, it, it, the verb ba'ah, which is really a, uh, an Aramaic root, ben ayin hey, which means to request, is something that is, that the, uh, the Shomer says. The morning has come, uh, and if you make a request, if you seek, but it's something that a person does. There are a lot of problems with that pasuk itself. We'll leave them alone for some shiur on Sefer Avadya. But Maveze Hashen, so Shmuel says, because the pasuk in Avadya says, and the assumption here is that Esav is here being treated as an animal, and it's hidden things, which means its teeth have come out to attack. So it's a shame. Now, my mashma, how did we get that? Can we talk of Yosef? Yosef, whose targum on Nevi'im is often adduced, How is it that Esav has snuck in and his secret things have become revealed? Okay, that's the targum on it, on this very mystical uh, prophecy of Avadya. But in any case, we have the psukim. So why didn't Rav like that? The, if that's the case, it should have said Nivumatspunav. Uh, so, and it says Nivumatspunav, so therefore the Av that the rabbis referred to should be called a Niv'eh. Shmuel, my time alone, Rav. So, Shmuel, why didn't he say like Rav? He says, well, the Pasuk in Yeshayahu that you're using to support uses, uh, the root Bo'eh in the, in the Kal, not in the Hifil, and Mav'eh is Hifil. All right, so that means that each one of their psukim doesn't really support the support their contention fully. So Mechti Kray Lokamar Daiki Lokamar Daiki, since the psukim don't really support either position very well, so why did Rav and Shmuel pick their respective positions? Rav might tell Nochah Shmuel. The answer is Tana Shor Vachomili Shor. Rav says the the first Av is Shor, so Shor is all things of a Shor. Mavet can't be another subset of Shor. Shmuel Nami Hatana Shor. How does Shmuel answer that? He says, Shor in the Mishnah doesn't refer to the entire ox. It refers to that unique thing of the ox, which is Karen. And is referring to the Shane, which means, by the way, Regal was left out. So now we read the If Mave is Shane, then we read as follows. Karen in which he's not intending to do damage. It's not like Shane, where there, um, sorry, uh, Karen, where he is not getting any pleasure. It's not like Shane, where he is intending to get pleasure. If you recall in the Mishnah, in the justification of all four avot being mentioned in the Torah, we said that Shor is not like Mav, and Mav is not like Shor. 
What does that now mean? So in this first take, it means that Mave um, is not like Shore, meaning Shore, which does not have intent, which does not get any pleasure, is not like Shane, which does get pleasure, and Shane that does not intend to damage is not like Karen that does intend to damage. Well, wait a second. In that order, Vlav Kavahomer, who? What you're doing is you're presenting the more obvious one second. You said Shane. Had it been mentioned, would not have told me Karen because Shane is not intentional. So So if Shane, in which it's not intentional, you're Chayav. Certainly Karen, which you're intentional, you're Chayav. The answer is, So parenthetically we say that Kalvachomer wouldn't have worked because I could have disproven it by demonstrating that an Evet, a slave, who does damage, as we see in Perkachov, the eighth Perkachov is Patur. Even though they might intend to do damage, nonetheless they're exempt, meaning their owners are exempt from paying. So I would have thought then, therefore, that in the case of Karen, it's also the same. Therefore, the Torah needed to write both. That won't work because there, there's a very important reason that we know of why Evid is Potter, because really an Evid should be Chai, meaning the master should have to pay for his damages. The problem is, maybe one day his master will get him angry, and the Evid will go and light the neighbor's uh, field down and burn it down. And therefore, this Evid is going to keep costing his master lots of money. We don't want that to happen. So we say that an Ebed has that leverage taken away from him. He cannot uh, create liability for his master. All right, so so that means that we have still smashed the Kalvachomer, they smashed the Lori Izek, Izek, based on the Kalvachomer. So we have to turn it around. So sure, which he's calling Karen, is is in which there is intent. From Karen, you wouldn't know Shane, because you would say, Karen, there's intent. And with Shane, you would say, yeah, Shane, of course you're chayev, because after all, you get pleasure. But Karen, you don't get pleasure. And therefore, I would need both. But if that's the case for Regal Mai, if Shmuel claims that Mave is another subset of, is another component of Shore, but we know that there's three. So where's Regal? The answer is Shire, you left it out. The answer is no. The end of the Mishnah is Chavamazik Regal. That line that that at the end of the Mishnah it says, and when the Mazik does Nezek, or when his property does Nezek, he's Chayav, that's there to include Regal. Just so why not mention it explicitly? Why leave it to a, to a buried under that statement? That means that, we, and at that point we're rejecting it and saying Regal cannot be left out. Alama Rava, Rava reads as follows. This is what Shmuel meant. Tana Shor Laraglo, Shor is, Shor is not Karen. Mavis Shein, Shmuel said that, Shor is Regel. Machikamar. And as this is what the Mishnah now says. Now remember, Shmuel, all Shmuel said was Mavis Shein. He didn't say what Shor was. So Rav is saying that the only way we can read Shmuel is if he interprets Shor as Regel. Regel and Shein go together. We've seen that already, that they come from the same Pasuk. Machikamar. This is how we should read the low Reiza, the justification. Lo Reiza, Regel, Shezei Kamatsui. You can't compare Regel, which has frequent and constant and inevitable damage, as opposed to Shane, which doesn't. And the same thing, you can't compare Shane, which gets pleasure, to a Regel that doesn't get pleasure. In other words, again, you would say that had the Torah only told me Regel, I wouldn't know Shane, because I'd say, yeah, Regel is, uh, he always damages. And if it told me Shane, I'd say, yeah, because you get benefit out of it. 
Now, the Karen Mai, so now what happened to Karen? What happened to our third Av? The answer is Shire. The answer is Karen. So we're going to do the same thing we just did and say the last line of the Mishnah is there to include Karen. Velit Nebehad, just so why not mention Karen explicitly? Here we've got a good answer. If you recall in the first podcast I mentioned, and we're going to get into it uh, over the next few prakim quite a bit. Um, is that a, when it comes to Shane and Regel, an animal is always muad, meaning we always assume it's going to do that. As far as violence goes, until the animal proves itself to be violent, we assume it to be Tom. And therefore, Karen is something which is inconsistent. It starts out as Tom, and then later on becomes muad. So it's therefore the Tana only wanted to mention muadin mitchilatan kamari. Right, but Tana is of muadin kamari. You didn't want to include things that are Tom now, muad later. Okay, good. So now we understand Shmuel's position. Shmuel's position is Mavez Shane, as he said. Shore is Regel, as Rava now explained. The Rulorizeh is now explained. And Karen is kind of buried in that last statement in the Mishnah, not mentioned explicitly because of the unique uh, Tom component. So now, why didn't Shmuel agree with Rav that Mavez is Adam? So Amarlacha Isaka Daita Khadam Aktani Seifa Shor Muad Vishar Mazak Vishutanizak Vihadam. We have this at the end of the parak that says that the following are are um are uh Muad forever, right? And it's Shor Hamazik, etc. Shor Bishutanizak and Hadam. So Adam is already mentioned um is already mentioned in the Mishnah, in the last Mishnah in our parak. Alright, so there's no reason to have to mention him again. So how come Adam is not mentioned in our first four, uh, right, according to Shmuel? So the answer is, Because the four, Avot Nezikin, are talking about things that which your property does damage, not you do damage. How's Rav going to answer that, the fact that Adam is already explicitly mentioned? That's not there to tell you that Adam is an Av, that we have from Ave. Rather, Adam is mentioned in the end of the parak to teach you that it's considered Muad from the Gitko. Now, Umay lo hare, so now what's the lo hare clause in our Mishnah, if Mavez Adam? Hachikamar, lo ri hashor, meaning all the shore things. Shemeshalim etakofer, if a shore kills a person, the owner has to pay sort of a ransom for that death. Kiri Adam, shen meshalim etakofer. When a person does damage, he doesn't pay kofer. And you cannot compare Adam that when he does damage, he has to pay all sorts of other payments, including uh, medical payments and lost wages and shame and pain and the nezek. The shore doesn't have those four things. He only has nezek. And therefore, if I, the Torah told me that Adam is chayv, I wouldn't know that shore is chayv. And if the Torah told me shore is chayv, I wouldn't know that Adam is chayv because they each have a chumrah. Now, what's the common denominator? Shadarkan Hazik. They cause damage. That's what the Mishnah says. But you're saying that Shor and Adam, Darkan Hazik, Vachishor, Darkol Hazik, is it true that all components of a Shor are, are always going to be damaging? That's what they do? The answer is Bimuad. We're talking about a Shor Hamuad that does, uh, is violent. Umuad, Darkol Hazik? Do we say that a Muad, all we know about a Muad is we've testified that it does damage. Does it mean it inherently is a damager? The answer is, yeah, Kevin Da'ayad or Chehu. The minute that we've testified about it and it's become Muad, then it really is the Derech. Now, Adam Darkolazik, is it true that a person in, inevitably does damage? 
The answer is be Yashain. If a person's sleeping and he's around other things, uh, he does damage. Yashain, Darkola Hazik, just because you're sleeping? The answer is Kevin the Chayv Pashid Orcheu. Since you stretch and move around, so it's inherent that you're going to damage anything around you. If you go to sleep near fragile things, you might wake up and find them broken. At the end of the Mishnah, though, said that all four of these have in common that Shmiratan Alecha, you have to watch over them. Um, uh, Adam, Shmirat Gufu Alavu. What do you mean? How, it means you have to watch over them. You are the Adam. So, the Tamecha, the Tani Karna, but think about Karna, who was a Chavar Shmuel. Karna's, uh, other version of this, which is Arba Vot Nezikin Vachad, Adam Echad Mehen. He says explicitly Adam is one of them. Adam Shmirat Gufu Alavu. Same question. In other words, whatever question you're going to ask on Rab's interpretation of the Mishnah, he asked explicitly on Karna's presentation of his version. explained to the Tana, Tani Adam Shmirat Gufu Alav. When you say Adam, you mean not that he has to watch Adam, he has to watch himself. Alright? Every person has to take care of himself. That's how we should understand it here. Now, so now we, we explain Rav, who says it's Adam. And every piece of the Mishnah now fits with our explanations. We understand Shmuel says it's Shane. And we understand the Lohare. And now Matki Rav Mary Vaim Mavizamaim. Maybe Mavis water. As long as you're going to look for Psukim around Tanakh that use that root, maybe Mavis water. Just like fire that, that singes water and causes fire to burn. Now so notice the question is whether Mayim Tiva or Tiva Esh is the way you read it. So, it doesn't say the water, and remember, water is plural. And the water gets, uh, gets niv'eh. Tiv'eh ain't shktiv. The, the subject of the verb tiv'eh is ain't. So, water and tiv'eh and, and the root be'at ain he have no connection. So, say mave is ain't. Alright, chiktiv, tiv'eh ba'ain't shiktiv. Because after all, in that pasuk you just quoted, the root be'at ain't he is associated with ain't. So, if that's the case, then how do you have our Mishnah that says, Hashor vabor hever? Hever is Eish. So, I get Mavev behever. Maybe you're going to say, and this is already getting far fetched, of course, the Gemara will cut it off quickly, that Hever is just explaining what Mavev means. So, then you don't have all four. You've got Shor, Bor, and Mavev, which is Hever, which is three. Now you're going to go further and say, well, maybe Shor includes two things. That's two. Bor is one. And Mavis slash Hever is another one. If you're going to say Shor and Mave, which you're now claiming are Esh, are different than Esh in that, first of all, that right away that defeats it. And second of all, you're going to say they have Ruachayim, they're alive. Esh isn't alive. How can you contrast it with Esh if it is Esh? All right, so the answer is we knocked that out. We have Rav and Shmuel, and those are the two opinions we're going to deal with. All these other suggestions fall by the wayside. Now, the end of our sugya today quotes two of the great Chachamim from Beit Midrash Shal Rebbe that had alternate lists of Avot Nezikin. Tani Rav Oshayesh, L'Shah Asar Avot Nezikin, he has 13. Uh, our four will be included, but Shomer Chinam Shoel Nosel Socher the four Shomrim, Meaning, if they cause damage, if a shoel has, in, in almost every case, has the picodon uh, be destroyed or lost in his uh, under his care, a shomer chinam only if it's really pshia. Nezek the five payments that so that a person makes when he causes battery and assault on another person. and R four. That's thirteen. Not leisar. So now, so why doesn't our Tana include those 13? Why does he only have four? 
So said I'm very clear. Because our Mishnah is only talking about when your property damages. The extra nine that Rav Shai had are all when a person does damage. But Larav, Larav who says that Mav is Adam, Litni, these all should be listed. The answer is, Tan Adam, according to Rav, it's very simple. Mav is Adam, and that includes all these things. In other words, it's a, it's a work, uh, it's a uh, general statement, which will include all nine of these, because they're all done by Adam. So now, how will Rav Oshai explain this according to Rav? Of course, he could disagree with Rav, but the answer is that he'd say, Trey Gavni Adam. There's Adam in your, in your Maveh, and there's my Adam. Tana Adam da'azik Adam. In the case of, uh, our Mishnah, it's Adam da'azik Adam. Tana Adam da'azik Shor. And my nine are all when a person does damage to property. So Yachi Shor, Namilitni Trey Gavni Shor. So if that's the case, if you're gonna go that far, then why doesn't Ravashaya include not only our four, but also Shor that attacks people? Shor Dazik Shor, then Shor Dazik Adam. So if you're, if Ravashaya wants to teach both Adam that, that hurts a uh, property and Adam that hurts an Adam, so teach Shor that hurts property and Shor that hurts an Adam. Hence, hi, my, let's think about it. Adam Dazik Shor. I understand why I distinguish between a man hurting property and a man hurting a man. Because when a man hurts property, he pays for the damage. But when a person hurts another person, he has a whole list of things to pay. But if an animal does damage, I don't care if he damages a person or, an, or another property, or property has to pay damage. He has to pay property. Of course, if a short kills a person, then it's kofar. That's a separate thing. All right, but if that's the case, the four shomrim to Adam Dazik Shorhu Uktani. So the five things that Rav Shai added about battery—that's Adam Dazik Adam. But the four shomrim are Adam Dazik Shor, and according to Rav, that was already included in the Mishnah. The answer is Tani Hazeka to be Adam, Uktani Hazeka to be Adam in the Mishnah, according to the way Rav read it, Mavez Adam is talking about when a man goes out intentionally and hurts with his hands. Uh, the, in the uh, bright, uh, the uh, Rav Oshaya's list, <clears throat> what he also is including, the Arba Shomim are people who do damage inadvertently, meaning without by inaction, by just not watching something carefully. Okay, now that's Rav Oshaya. Tan Rav Chia Asim V'Arba'avot Nezikin. Now he had 24. Tashlumei Kefel, Tashlumei Arba V'Chamisha, so he adds the double payment you have to pay if you're a Ganav, the payment of four or five times you have to pay if you're a ganav and then you either stole or or sold or slaughtered the animal. Ganav, the double the payment as a ganav. Gazlan, the payment as a thief. Ve'enim zomin, the payment you have to make if you conspire as witnesses to harm somebody else and you're caught. from fatem those three that have to do with uh, uh, either in Onus Mefateh, having relations with an unbetrothed Na'ara, and Motsi Shemra, where you, your own betrothed, you made claims that she wasn't a Betula, and turns out you were lying. Hametameh v'madameh v'neseh, which we had in Gittin, Dafnun Gimel, in the, uh, in the fifth parak, uh, when you are metameh somebody else's tarot, or you throw truma into somebody else's mix, or you menaseh somebody else's wine, which are all intangible and invisible nezek, hezek shenonikar, and nonetheless, you're chayev, that's a knas. Uh, so that right there is 11. Vahani Tlesar plus the 13 of Abishai, Asim Barba, there's your 24. 
So now we've got to figure out, what's Artana's position? What's Rav Ashai's position? What's Rav Chia's position? Why do they have their different lists? They don't agree, they don't disagree about the fact of the payment in these different cases, so why, do they, why are their lists different? Rav Ashai, in my time, Elotani Hani. So why didn't Rav Ashai include these? The answer is, Mamona Kamari, Bikanasalo Kamari. We've come to an important distinction that we're going to revisit over and over throughout Nazikin. That's the difference between Mamon, which is when you pay commensurate with the damage, and Knas, when the payment is not commensurate. Either it's a multiple of it, like Kefal or Chamisha, or it's a fixed amount, like Shloshim Shalavet or Chamishim Shalonusim Fateh. That's Knas. So, Rav Ashaya only want to talk about Mamon. The five things and the, sh- and the Shomrim, those are all Mamon. You pay for what you damaged. But we say, wait a second, Ganav and Gazlan, Mamonahu, Litni. So why doesn't Rav Oshai include Ganav and Gazlan from Achia's list? Those are Mamon. You have to pay for what you stole. We're not talking about the double payment. That's Kefal. He says, yeah, that's included in Shomachinam Vehashoel. That would include because a Shomachinam who claims it was taken from me, but it turns out really he took it himself as a Ganav. So, according to Rabbi why does he include the four Shomim and Ganav? The answer is, He wants to distinguish between property that came into your domain properly, like a Shomer, and property that came into your domain illegally, like a Ganav. Now, Eidim Zomin de Mamona, who we think that Eidim Zomin is Mamon, because after all, you pay based exactly on what you tried to, the damage you tried to cause. So, Litni, why doesn't Rav Oshaya, who's only has Mamun, why doesn't he include Eden Zomin? That's on Rav Chia's list. The answer is, Savalak Rabbi Akiva. He holds like Rabbi Akiva. We'll see this in Makot. Demar, in Mishal, Mapi Atzman. That Eden Zomin do not pay if they admit to the crime, because the rule is, Motive Kanas Patur. If you admit to a debt of a Kanas, you don't have to pay. Based on the Pasuk and Mishleim, Odev, Ozev, Yerucham. So, he Savalak Rabbi Akiva, they need trade Gavni Shore. Well, let's go back to it. If Rav Oshaya really accepts, if Rav Yoshaya, really accepts Rabbi Akiva, and therefore he considers Edim Zomin a knas, and therefore doesn't want to put it in his list, he should then list both kinds of shore. Why? Lini shore dazik shore, lini shore dazik adam. This is back to our first question. He should list two kinds of shore, shore that attacks a person, and shore that attacks a shore, because did not Rabbi Akiva Omer, aftam shechaval ma'adam, shalem mota, nezek shalem. That a tam, of course, when a tam attacks another animal, it pays half nezek from its own body. Meaning, that you sell it, and uh, divide it. But, Tam Shechavah Adam, if a Tam attacked, then killed, attacked a person, so Motan has to pay full Nezek. So you see that Rabbi Akiva held that sure that attacks a person and sure that attacks property are not the same. So it should be two separate ones. Because before we answered that they didn't, Rav Shai didn't list it, Rav Chia didn't list it because, Rav Shai didn't list it because they're the same. But according to Rabbi Akiva, they're not the same. So, one answer we could give is that he holds like Rabbi Kiva about Adam's own but not about this, but we have a simpler answer, which is, Hatavar Rabbi, Rabbi Kiva the Gizize. Rabbi Kiva broke his own teeth on this. In other words, he already brusted this up. I might think that a Tam has to pay, if he hurt a person, has to pay from land and not from the body of the Tam, which is what happens if it hurts a shore. Tam and Lomar, ye aselo. Meaning, you always, the Tom always pays from its body. You sell the animal and split the proceeds or however much. All right? So now, we understand that ultimately Rabbi Kiva came around to the position that a shore is a shore is a shore. And it doesn't matter if it hurts a person or hurts another shore. It's the same deal. And therefore, Rabbi Shai did not include it separately on his list. And we also understand 
that Rabbi Kiva's position about Eim Zomim, which he holds to, which is a class, is why Rabbi Shai didn't include Eim Zomim on his list. Now, Onus on Fatim Motsi Shem Radim Amona, who those are all Mamon, Litni, the answer is Monavshach. Let's take a look. What do you pay for, for let's say, for Onus? You pay Tsar, you pay Boshet, and you pay the 50. Now, Monavshach, E Nezek Tanale, Nezek's already there. E Tsar Tanale. Because, of course, on Rav Shaya's list are the five payments for battery, of which three of them you pay in the case of Onus. If you're going to say the, the Pgam, that's the day and same din as Nezek. And we saw that in the fourth paragraph of Ketubot. So, what do you talk about, the 50? The 50 is a Knas, because of flat rate. And therefore, that's not going to apply, that's not going to apply to Rav Shaya's list. Now, there you have to pay for the amount you caused of loss to the fellow. If you took his wine, you're a manasich, for instance. So, if invisible nezek is considered nezek, nezek. Nezek's already on his list. If not, then it's a knas. So he doesn't, he, and he doesn't include knasot. So we should assume that Rav Chia, the author of the last list, holds that Hezek Shen or Nikar is not Hezek. Why mention Metame Medame of Menasech if it's Nezek is Nezek? The answer is no. He could even hold that it really is Mamon, and it's not Kras, and you really are Chayev, but he would still distinguish between obvious Nezek, where you see the damage, and in, uh, invisible Nezek, where you can't really see the damage, it's a, it's a halachic category, not a physical blemish. Now, let's sum it all together. Our Tana, we say, I understand why he said four. He said four to say, and not thirteen. He said thirteen to say, and not the twenty-four. My list is only four, that is Nizke Momon. My list is only thirteen, that's only Momon. And, and Rabbi Shaya and Rukhia's list, right? What's Rabbi Shia? Why does he say 24? Anybody can count. Why does he have to say there's 24? He's not excluding anything. The answer is, He's memayit two other kinds of nezek. One of them is moser, when somebody points out to the authorities where they could find, um, uh, somebody else's money. Which is, uh, even more distant than Hezek Shenonikar. And Mephagel, which is when a Kohen does the Zrika Dadam, for instance, intending that this Korban be eaten or burned outside of its time frame, which renders the whole thing Pasul. So, Velitni, why isn't that mentioned? So, Bishno Mephagel, Bukodshim, Lokomariye. That's easy. I understand Mephagel's there, because I'm not talking about Kodshim. Elamosa, my time Elotani, why not? Shani Moser, Dibor, Dibor, Lokomariye. He said, no, Moser is different because there he didn't even do anything with his hands. He just said something. He said to the, to the authorities, there you can find that guy's hiding his money. I, Motsi Shemra, is just Dibor, and it's on his list. That's just Dibor, Deep Maisahu. That's Dibor that's associated with an act because he says he had relations with her. Here, he's just saying you can go find the guy's money. But Edim Zomim are on Ravchia's list, and that's Dibor without any Maaseh. Uktani, they're not even claiming Masa, they're just claiming they saw something. Lying. There, there's something unique. In general, is a unique world. Even though there's no action, the Torah considers associated with action. When you catch the Edim Zomin, you do to them what they conspired to do to the others. So it's, it's, it's as if they acted and you're punishing them for that.
Now, based on I understand in our Mishnah why he uses avod, which teaches there's toldot. What are the toldot of these other uh, nine or these other twenty uh, twenty things? It means that anything subsumed under them, uh, sorry, all of these 24 or 13 things are like the four avot that we have, in, in, in that if you cause damage, you have to pay from metav. Maitam, how do we know that? Atya tachat netina yishalem kesef. And take a look at Rashi, he goes through all of the different nezakim, and you could see how in they have one of those words, either tachat, or yitain, or yishalem, or kesef, which then associates it back with our four avot. I gave the four key verses on the page, I couldn't give all of them, wasn't room. And that's how we end up associating all of them, and say all of them we have to pay metav, as is the deen that originally starts with Shane Varegel and applies explicitly to all four of our avot. Okay, we'll pause at this point, and then we'll start dissecting the actual argumentation within the Mishnah, um, lo hare, uh, etc., on daf hey amud aleph. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful day.